Hi, I'm Jacob. And I'm Jessica. Welcome to Clue Done It, the podcast where we make wild guesses about fake TV crimes. Without any clues, context, or apparently accuracy. All right, let's find out. Who was right. Who was wrong. And who is dead. All right, so I have a different question for you now, okay. Miss Jessica. Okay. okay, my question for you is, where were you when you realized that the island Ibiza was actually spelled with a Z? <laughs> <laughs> I think I always knew it was with a Z. Really? I did not know until today that it was in a province that belonged to Spain. Uh-huh. Or they're independent somehow, but they I all no related to Spain. I didn't realize I it was an island until today. to Portugal. You Portugal? Thought, you thought they were part of the mainland? I did. Spain? I thought it was just a beach. I thought Ibiza was just a beach in Spain. Oh. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I had no idea. Yeah, I, I thought it was part of Portugal, so... Uh, We're learning, thing, new, learning geog- all kinds of geography new Geography is just one of our traits here on the Clue Done It. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we're not going to Ibiza today, are we? No, we are going to Mallorca. Mallorca! And, is that a song? Is that what you're it saying? It is now. Oh, okay. No, I've never, I've never well, heard of a Mallorca I song. I also didn't realize that Mallorca... I, I had a sense that it was an island. Right. I didn't realize it was associated with Spain. I didn't although either. Although I guess I should have. I, I thought Mallorca was on the more western side mm-hmm. of Spain, connected with... What's that... The, you know, where it's super close to Africa. The Rock of Gibraltar? Yeah, I thought mm-hmm. it was close to the Rock of Gibraltar. No, it is kind of like halfway between, like, it is like, it's essentially like almost due south from Barcelona. Yeah. So it's like not very quite the middle of the Mediterranean. Of yeah. 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 Closer very, to Italy. Closer to Italy than Spain, yeah. And also, I was confused because this show spells it M A L L. O R C A. Geography and spelling. Yeah. Here we go. Wait till we get to arithmetic. And I always thought it was spelled with a J. And it is. It can be. Right. It's probably the English. It's the, the whole it's English. the whole American versus English yeah, thing. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So we have a yeah. little more Germanic with the J's, and English is just like, no, double L that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but it is also an Wait, English. Wait, who who double L's it? The yeah. English. Oh, I was just okay. saying the English would double L it while the Germans were just like, give it a J. So <laughs> We've somehow in America we stuck with the Germanic spelling. Well, how do they spell it in Spain? That's a very good question. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, in any event, that means that this week we are watching the Mallorca Files, a BBC show, I think. Yes, it is a BBC show. It was created with BBC and uh, BritBox. Was mm-hmm. had they they had BritBox in mind, but if you read some articles. It was created to be a daytime show. It was absolutely a daytime show. I'd read what that. What the what? This is what I'm saying. Like, how do we get Judge Judy yes. and like like Oprah? Or I mean, don't get me wrong, Oprah, fine, great, love great. you. Um, oh, but like, how do we get like all well, these like not even weird, her like Maury Povich kind of like daytime talk yeah, TV and shows? Soap operas, which soap are operas. going away. We don't even really we don't have even have soap, soap operas anymore. anymore. They get like fun little kicky. Like weekly, like not even daily, like weekly mystery mystery shows. shows. Come on. No, no wonder America is behind on the crime show race. You're right. We need to step up our production of daytime mysteries. Yes, I agree. hundred percent. Let's get on this, people. Now, I mean, when you start looking, of course, because IMDb is now owned by Amazon. Amazon, As soon as you start looking at one show, they're like, you may also like. Right. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, look at this daytime show. Work that algorithm. Work that algorithm. another daytime show. I mean. Well, a lot of them just, are acorn. Didn't but. we just do another one that was started out as a daytime show? Like, wasn't Shakespeare and Hathaway a daytime show? I'm pretty sure. That's what I mean. Like, we, we this yeah. is, I, I'm well, sorry. Well, maybe, I don't remember, but I'm sure. It makes sense. Right. Daytime TV. Daytime mysteries. I would love to stay home in Britain. Can you imagine, like, Price is Right rolling right into a mystery? Oh my gosh. And I'm sorry, syndication doesn't count. Like, we have so much syndication. Like, yes, you could probably, you can find Law and Order and Perry Mason on any time of day, any channel you want. But it's not the same as having, like, some kicky, fun, new mystery happening. You know what, though, Jacob? No, what? Tell me. We have BritBox. So we can make our own schedules. It's true. We have so we, we have Netflix stay and, home <laughs> and watch. I'm calling in sick Mayorka all this week. Files all day long. <laughs> we are we're adults. We have streaming. We have the internet. We're good. We yeah. never have to leave our own apartment. <laughs> 
Except we do. Except we don't. Because this weekend, it's been super mega hot. So no, we stayed inside with the yeah. air conditioning. Well, Please we all stayed you. home for two years and could have watched daytime. <laughs> watched whatever we wanted during the daytime. <laughs> Instead, we just doom scrolled and watched the COVID numbers go up and down. Yeah, and and we watched uh, Zoom. <laughs> oh my God, so much Zoom, so much Zoom. So if you haven't caught the news, we are doing the Majorca Files. Yes, and it it does have the Jessica. Why don't you tell us article, about Majorca Files? The oh, it does have the Majorca yeah, Files. Okay, the, great. Uh, Sorry, the, it's like the, the Ohio State. Yeah, exactly, the Majorca Files. Yes, yes. And the show logline is a British and German detective clashing over how to police the Spanish island of Mallorca. And just as a side note, please, they are not policing the island all by themselves. The island <laughs> it's has just the two of them. It's just the two of them running all over. Functional police force. It is also very large. And they are only in the city of Palma, which is the capital of Mallorca. Is that the place that does the really great ham? Maybe. No, that's Parma. I was, that was oh, a joke. Oh, okay. Sorry. sorry. Although maybe like Palma is the Spanish version of Parma. Like, because Parma's Italian, maybe Palma's Spanish, and Spain has good ham. So now we have to go to Palma to check out the ham. There are black pigs on Mallorca. See? There you go. It could be. Are they Iberico? And I think that has to be on the mainland. I don't know. This, this requires boots on the ground uh, research. We need I to go to Spain. I have this. Yeah. So, and in fact, these two detectives when they came to Mallorca, were, they were sort of dumped on Mallorca by their respective country organizations. organizations. Yeah. Origin, origin. Well, I saw that the, or, so I saw in the pilot, they yes. ha, I guess I missed this. In the pilot, the so the British agent is... Who's actually Welsh, I read in another article. Okay, so, so she's Welsh, but... We could be specific, but, sure, or but, not. But, British. but, you know, from... From the UK, yeah. She the, her origin story is that she is there to retrieve some like states evidence, states witness who's trying yeah. to like they'll bring states evidence against some like larger criminal gang. She's there trying to get him on a plane back to Great Britain, and they are ambushed and he is shot, and so she sticks around yeah. to solve that case. But yeah. the German is already there. So yeah. how does how did he get dumped there? Did I miss this story? Yeah. Well, this was he just told the story as he was driving away with her uh-huh. uh, from the police station. Sure. He was sent to Mallorca for, or no, maybe he got himself a job in Mallorca. One or the two. Right. Like he might have been sent there, and then just stayed because he had an affair with the daughter of his chief. In, back in Germany, right. where, whatever city he was from, and was like, I cannot go back I cannot there. go back, yeah. And why would you want to? Because Mallorca is so well, Let's beautiful. be honest. Like, you've got, like, gray, rainy Britain, gray, rainy, cold Britain, gray, rainy, cold Germany, or I can stay here in Mallorca. I don't know. Seems like they got the better end of the deal. Yes, and that's what he's trying to tell her the whole time. The Palma Police Department says, fine, you can work here because you have whatever special clearance and police abilities, but you don't know Spanish. And neither really does the German detective. Mm-hmm. And so they, for these episodes, they are assigned things that are international, things that happen in the international community on As the opposed island. to like local police As, thing. That yeah, would be a local it. police. So it gives, it, it gives the show a little bit more scope, a little yeah. bit more fun, a little bit more kind of James Bondy kind yes. of like elevated thing here. One thing I do want to point out, though, is that the... So the Brit is the straight-laced one. She's very intense. Yeah. Impulsive. Very obsessive and very much just like... Oh, she, she's very much grit and stiff up her lip and... Yeah. Do, and like, not even and by the book, but just... she's wearing her, like, button-up blue shirt, yeah. Oxford shirt with a black jacket and black pants. She's wearing a suit everywhere she's going. Right. And the, In Mallorca. In Mallorca, where it's regularly very hot. Yeah. And then the German... And this is where I was trying to go with all this. The German is the, like lazy, playboy, loosey-goosey kind of person, which is, I'm just like, okay, these types of Germans exist? Oh, well, this is also kind of another thing about the the show, is Mm -hmm. that they they are trying to change up Anglo-German relations and, like, show a different kind of German than a lot of English-speaking people are accustomed to. Highly engineered, very... Like, this is what I'm saying. Like, the highly engineered, very rigid, very kind of... Very kind of no humor. very playboy, very very extrovert. He sees her in the airport, and he's waiting for somebody. He's waiting for his girlfriend. Yeah, and then 
he's like, oh, wait, sit here after he kisses his girlfriend because he sees that this woman is being chased. Right. And or that the the, British uh, detective is being chased and and is handcuffed to this guy that she's trying to transport. And he takes off after her. He's got like rolled up pants and what do you call those deck shoes? Yeah. No socks. <laughs> and he just runs after her. And those shoes look so well worn. Like, good on you, Crosser person. <laughs> they are molded to his feet and they look like slippers the way he's wearing them. Like, he just takes but, off running, but, that's, but, but they that's totally part, fit his feet. And that's part of him. That's part of this attitude he has where, like, he's like, he makes his shoes look like slippers. That's just the kind of like, not laziness, but that just kind of like, I'm going to roll with it. I'm super relaxed. I'm super chill this whole time. Everything's going to be fine. Like he, in one of the episodes, he, they're undercover as uh, cater waiters for this art event. And he's like going around with like going around offering people mini pizzas, which are just <laughs> canapes with caviar on them. Mini caviar pizza, mini caviar pizza. And he's also just like one for you, one, two for me. And he eats them and he's talking. Delicious. So like, it's just, he's just, he's louche. Yeah. I guess he's loose. Loose, very, yeah, that's a good so. word. And I, he kind of reminds me of Psych, of what's his yes, name? Yes, he's absolutely yeah, like the main character in Psych. They are the odd couple. Yes, uh, it's very this odd a, couple. This is an odd couple storyline. Mm-hmm. Tell us what we're going to watch tonight. Yes, yeah, so tonight we are watching from season two, episode three, which is called A Dish Served Cold. Ooh, so it's going to be about revenge if it's not. It's going to be about food. <laughs> okay, that too, Max sure. Max and Miranda, that's the detect those are the right. detective names. Embark on Which a by the way, it would be freaking awesome if like Miranda Hart like came in as like her sister in some episode. Oh, that I would be I think that would just be the best. Anyways. Yeah. There you go. Take that idea. That one's free. So Max and Miranda embark on a culinary journey through gastronomic Mallorca to Maybe we will find out about the, the ham of the famous food critic Oliver Barker. So a food critic dies, they've got to go this through it. This could be a complete steal from the psych I was just going to say I'm just yeah. I'm totally going with my psych guess on this But I couldn't resist because it was rated very high <laughs> on the on the series heat seeker So, so. That, yeah that's why I chose it It aired February 1st 2021 We are watching it as we said on Britbox the show as we said did premiere on November 24th 2019 it started filming in uh, 2018 They work on that island for six months filming oh. this series 10 episodes in six months that is so long that is frankly that sounds like a great vacation but doesn't it it sounds like oh no i'm working honey sure i'm working we filmed we filmed two days ago i think and i've got something coming up this week at some yeah, point so i'm yeah. gonna <laughs> um, twist my arm go to mallorca for six months yeah do you want a do you want to get out your bingo card? oh please yes tell us okay so it, this is called by IMDb a crime drama. IMDb, you are falling down yeah, on the they job. This really is, are. This is a. If anything, it's a light drama. I'll it give them. Is. Light. It's not quite. It's, For sure. It's very. There's very much comedic elements in it. Yes, and I would not say an that it's a island comedy. thing, yeah. which a lot of people compared it to Death in Paradise, mm-hmm. and they were like, "Do we need another one?" And people were like, "Yeah, this show's different. This show's different, and it's a lot so more. It's a lot more lighthearted." Up and enjoy it. Yeah, <laughs> we're giving you good crime. Good crime yeah. shows. Enjoy them. Yeah. I want to read you some, a review that oh, came please. up on, on IMDb. So this was called, the review was titled, Bonkers But Fun. <laughs> That's accurate. As others have noticed, this series makes no sense. <laughs> Why would a British cop be assigned to work with a German cop solving crimes in Spain? when it is quite obvious that neither actually speaks more than tourist Spanish. And in addition, the political backdrop of Brexit makes it even more incredible. Right? There you go. However, to this, I have to say, A, hold my beer. B, Lucifer. (laughs) Satan comes to LA and they make him a cop. So 
I, I would roll with the, like, don't get me wrong. Like on a scale of like one to Lucifer, you're at a five. Yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't say it's ludicrous. And then, then. Oh no, it's absolutely ludicrous, but it's not, it's not Lucifer levels of ludicrous. Okay. So then their reviewer says, the first few episodes are also quite painful. The female lead is certainly suffering from a sunburn and all the acting is a bit wooden. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't catch the sunburn, sunburn at all. No, me neither. But it gets better, says uh-huh. the reviewer. And once it gets into stride, it is good fun. No violence, light comedy, light romance, reasonably well handled intrigues. It is easy viewing without being too cliched. Admittedly, this is because the entire scenario is so, so far fetched. But hey. I enjoyed it. Then that, I, no, you know what? On a scale from one to Lucifer, I'll put it at psych, which is yes, of course, the police department is not going to hire a consulting psychic to help solve cases. It's just a here's the thing, roll with it and have fun. We're just we're are you not entertained? Yes. That like this is a show that knows the brief. Yeah. Beautiful yeah. locations, sexy people to look at. Uh, mildly intriguing crimes for them to solve, fun little banter. They know the brief. They know the brief. They fill the brief. God bless. Yeah. 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 So I'm excited to watch some more. All right. Well, let's go. Uh, let's go. Let's go do a little appetizer and then we'll give you the main course of the guesses. Sounds good. A little tapas. Little tapas. Yeah, little tapas. Let's get some tapas. <laughs> Excellent. Can't wait. Jacob, how many minutes and seconds in? Four minutes and 32 <laughs> seconds. Did we see Four a minutes murder. and 32 seconds, and we have a body and the credits. And I knew it was going to happen. I knew it was going to happen. They like to do this. They like their short, snappy openings, and they go bam right into the right into the credits. Let's talk about the credits for a second here, though, before okay. we go back to all of this. How would you describe these credits. They're, it's an animated credit sequence. It's it's almost like that 1960s jet set kind of animation where like people are tumbling down through things. Like how would you describe this? Oh, I this? like it. It's it, it's reminiscent of Bond. Yes, of Bond it's, movies. It's, it's reminiscent the, of the Bond music, movies. The music, the song, the 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 song. The exotic locations, the vocalizations. Yeah, and then the. And then, yeah, they're doing the it's animated things. Well, they've been doing animated things forever in the Bond movies. Yeah, no, I know. In the opening. But it, it is. That's it is. exactly what this is. Yes. It's very 60s, very that kind of animation from the 60s, very but Bond. It's it's a lot of fun. It's very stylish. What's your stylish. question then? There's no question. I just didn't know if there's, oh. a, if there's like a real word for that or something oh. or like what the style is on that. Oh. Or if I'm just like, it's like Bond. Yes, congratulations. You have like no actual knowledge whatsoever, Mr. Coakley. Please go sit down. Your knowledge of art is as good as your guesses, which lately hasn't been all that good. I'm looking to change it around. Please don't take me off the A team. I'm like I like my I am not doing well. I am near the Mendoza line. What is the Mendoza line I don't for know this what episode? You are talking okay, about. so the Mendoza line in baseball is a 200 batting average. It's pretty much like the mark of futility. Like if you go below the Mendoza line, you pretty much know you're going to get sent back down to the minor leagues because you're okay. just not doing very good at all. So the Mendoza line is that like you're just not cutting it is what it comes down to. Let me assure you, Jacob. Yes, that please. you are not going to get kicked off. Oh, thank goodness. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that's, that's a weight off my you shoulders because I've been, I've been pressing at the plate. Whoa! you go on to some greater show. <laughs> Or you become, I've been called up to their show show. Or you decide show. that, you know, your <laughs> They want you over. How did this get made, Jacob? Go. Yes, on, you're going yeah. to the big leagues. Yeah. <laughs> you may be called to change your career direction because you're doing an internship on Conan or something like that. But I think you will not be kicked off this show. I'm glad to hear that. Thank you. Thank you for that, you Skip. You will only move that. of your own volition. <laughs> Good to <laughs> Out know. Out of the lineup. <laughs> Yay. All right. So, four minutes... Four minutes and 30 seconds, just the way I like it. The man who gets murdered falls off a balcony, lands on the table of food right next to a huge, disgusting fish, fish. head. Open and I mean, like, 
fish. Open mouth fish. And I don't mean like little fish head like as big no. as your hand. I mean a fish oh. head bigger than your I'm own head. Like this is like a monster of like the deep fish. Gross. It, it, it was. It was super gross. It was one of those fish, like a big fish. You catch it. You catch at like depth. And when you bring them up, like because the pressure is different on land than it is underneath like hundreds of meters of water, yeah. just like bloat and look horrible. It was... It was pretty gross. And I think that's what we're meant... I, I mean, obviously, it's there for a reason. Yeah. We are meant to get the fact that this man was kind of gross himself. We're going to find out a lot about... A lot yeah. of horrible things about this man. He, and he was not nice to the people at his table. Okay, yeah. so well, let's... he was kind of... Okay, yeah. So we see the outside of this uh, building. It's it's like a restaurant right housed in a very historic kind of like... And the, bar, there's all barn these tiles or, have... Yeah, or old... Hope. Tell or something the like that. Yeah, it's, kind of it's a very historic, rustic building rustic. that this is very much fine dining has come in and taken over this thing. Yeah, so this and then you get inside the place and it looks totally like polished and beautiful. Yes. The tiles are gorgeous and shining, and the you're the clearly at like a three star a Michelin. Outside looks like yeah, you're at a three star Michelin restaurant. It quick cuts back and forth between the back of house where like. People are sautéing things and lots of flames and like bright lots fresh veg. Lots of oh flames. They're trying to the, make this so dramatic and dynamic. <laughs> like like fresh vegetables hanging from everywhere. So it's like, okay, that is not how a kitchen works. But sure, yeah, put a yeah. little color in the frame. But lots of things catching on fire. People sautéing things. A chef saying, this ready to go. That don't go. This needs to be more precise. Like very much like the stern chef de cuisine. Uh, yeah. And those shots are intercut with this, this man, at first it's just this man, this gentleman, and this lady. And the man is dressed in this like white linen suit, and he's of a certain age. He's not old, but he's definitely like middle-aged, important man. He's got the glasses pressed up on his head, and he's with a very like uh, hot young lady. She's wearing this very like green jumpsuit. It's very flowy, but it's still very like close cut. Um, it's it's drapey. It's drapey. Okay, there you go. But it's a green jumpsuit, and like he's yeah. like. Well, he's very assured. He's got jewelry, a beautiful blue jewelry, right. and it's kind of you know hanging from her ears. She's got a a very strong lip color, and her hair is back in a in a a bun. Not, not actually not a bun, but yeah, like I a didn't see her hair. Or something something like that. Hair. Her hair's yeah. back, so she looks very sleek and stylish. Yes, very stylish, very stylish. Anyways, so this man and this woman go up to the hostess's desk. And they meet, they greet each other very casually, like they know exactly who they are. Uh, the man in the suit is Oliver. The hostess's name is Laura, and she's a little shaken by him, but he's the, the, but she's just like they're they're making nice with each other. It's that whole kind of just like I'm going to pretend that everything is fine kind of yes. thing. So Oliver, Oliver is a man in the suit. His date is named Anna. Laura is the hostess. Laura recommends the sea bass. She says that Sebastia recommends the sea bass. And Sebastian is Sebastia is the head chef. He's the man with the beard telling everybody. And he's looking at this group come up to the hostess desk from a little bit down a hallway, but he sees them. But Oliver is like, here we are. This is Anna. So Anna is the lady in the green jumpsuit. This is Ernesto. And the hostess, Laura, Laura. Laura knows Ernesto and greets Ernesto. And is like, it's so, we're so sad for all your guests that you're retiring. We don't know what he's retiring from. We don't know what he does, but he's retiring. Mm -hmm. And then there's another gentleman named Hugo who's in their party. So there's this party of four, and they get taken... And Hugo, despite him also being a man of a certain age, has black shoe polish black hair. Shoe polish black hair, yes. It looks like a wig. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. Maybe okay. it's... Maybe he just is natural because he, he's been eating a lot of seafood, and so... Seafood leads to black hair? Well, no, he just has... You know, it just... Just maybe stays glossy. It, it just stays, stays glossy. glossy. He stays black. young. It doesn't turn white because... Because he's not under any stress. Why yeah, would you be under any stress he, in Mallorca? He's eating all his vitamin E and... <laughs> He's having all one of, of his omega-3s and 4s. One of my first and, bosses so. kept vitamin E, oil, and pills in his desk and in his workplace because he was so, like... I mean, he wasn't terrified of going bald. He had gone bald. He was bald. He was... I don't know if ashamed is not quite the right word, but he was definitely tr gr grasping at whatever he could to make it reverse. This was back in the days before Rogaine. So, in um, any event, the, that's a... See, I told you. I'm a man of a certain age. I'm telling you pointless stories. Yeah, this is and just then how there's this goes. A, a waiter or two that are around. And right, they're young. They're young, and Oliver, the critic, the food critic, seems to think that they aren't 
quite up to snuff, and he has to straighten their ties and give them their... direction yes. for how they should pour and, wine. And which is, give me more wine. So yes. give me all the wine until I drown in it. Instead of going for the sea bass, they go for the tasting menu for four, which why that's a big deal, I don't understand. Yeah, there are so either. many people. Like Sebastian, the chef, looks like this is a horrible idea, but it's just like you have so many guests. Like, of course you have enough. Like, I would think that that would be easy. Tasting menu for four. There you go. Plate yeah. it. Send it. But he's upset by this, He's and he's very angry that Oliver is there. He takes a knife and, like, slams it into a side of fish, cutting deep into it. So everybody's... Nobody likes Oliver, is what we're saying here. So there's going to be lots of people who had reason to kill him. Mm-hmm. So, but meanwhile, Oliver back at the table, he's happy-go-lucky. He's drinking a whole lot of wine. Ernesto, at one point, stands up and says, Pardon, I have to go refresh. So he leaves and comes back. And when he comes back, somebody, Anna, ends up spilling wine all over Oliver. And it's this great big stir. And Oliver kind of loses his temper. And people are all like, <gasps> and other people in the restaurant, like, take out their phones to film him, like, losing his temper. And he's like, it's fine, it's fine. You haven't lived until you've spilled a couple of euros of wine all over your suit. And then he leaves the table to go freshen up himself. And as he's leaving the table, going to the bathroom, he does that whole kind of start to, like, walk a little funny thing and the camera goes fuzzy on him which means that he's having a hard time being like in focus himself he doesn't see things and he's sweating buckets and Uh, he's breaking out in hives oh i didn't see the hives breaking out in hives and he's having trouble breathing so he goes into the bathroom i don't know why he comes out of the bathroom because he goes into the bathroom he comes out looking even probably thinks somebody could get him an EpiPen. maybe but he comes out of the bathroom The bathroom is on the second floor, on a railing. He goes to the railing, falls over the railing, lands on a table full of food, dead, credits, four minutes, 30 seconds. I am in love already. Take me to the Spanish aisle where I can eat and make guesses about murder within four minutes. This is fantastic. And I think it's Ernesto. You do. Uh, Ernesto looked a little nervous when he he went to go freshen up. Right, and there's no reason for him to do it. It's either Ernesto or Hugo. And the only reason I say Hugo is because Hugo hasn't said a word yet. Yeah. Like, literally hasn't said anything. So we have no... Like, of all the people who might be suspicious or not be suspicious, he's just a seat filler at this point. So I'm kind of like, well, Ernesto, maybe he drew a little too much attention to himself. So maybe it's Hugo. I don't know. In fact, you know what? I think I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, I'm changing my course. I'm going with Hugo. I think Hugo feels that Oliver was somehow bullying Ernesto into retirement and he didn't like Oliver for doing that. So Hugo wanted to kill Oliver so that Ernesto could stay in business. And then I'm going to say that Ernesto employed Hugo. Somehow Hugo was a part of Ernesto's crew and Hugo was going to lose his job if Ernesto retired. So I'm going with Hugo killing Oliver to keep his job. Bam! Four minutes and 30 seconds in, and I think we're only like two minutes into the guessing portion, and I'm just I'm just going to lock that in. Wow. Okay. I think Anna did it. Anna, the green, the girl green lady jumpsuit. in the green jumpsuit. Sure. I think that's, okay. I Go, go, go. Tell me why. I am throwing this together because I don't really know. <laughs> None I of us know. <laughs> Anna holds a a secret grudge that nobody knows about. Mm. She has Mm. been for years trying to get at Oliver in some way or another because she owes him some payback for something that he has done to her family. And I'm I'm just realizing maybe this is Princess Bride racist, (laughs) but... I th- but I know okay. I've seen that in other storylines yeah. that are, have nothing to do with Spanish people. But yeah, I think that that's what has happened. I think that she holds a she's holding some sort of grudge, and that she, this was some sort of setup. The spilling of the wine was purposeful. It was part of a plan. She was supposed to have been with Sebastian, who in this in who in your Princess Bride analogy, Sebastian would be the Dread Pirate Roberts, aka Wesley. AKA the love of her life. No, and she can't be with him because no, she threw no. in with Oliver? No, no. I think something happened with her father. Her father had to quit doing whatever it was that he was doing. Maybe he had to he he maybe his restaurant was ruined. Oh, so and Oliver so ruined she, Anna's father's restaurant. Okay. Yeah, and so and and that it made him sad and he died. And so she made up a a whole personality, a whole like persona mm-hmm. for herself mm-hmm. she made up a whole character so for she's herself playing the long gave herself game a fake name and then she cozies up to him and then maybe ernesto and hugo are in on it with her and she spills the wine 
and she has Sebastian give some sort of food that he's actually that Oliver is actually allergic to. Mm-hmm. And Except we don't. I don't think we've seen them eat yet. Like I know they've no, made a great. No, he ate. He ate. Okay. You're not remembering it, but they put down. Okay, what you're not remembering is after the wine is spilled on him. Which, by the way, when he goes to the bathroom, he is wearing a white linen suit. Yeah, there's no wine. And there wine. is absolutely no red wine on yeah. his crotch. So I don't know if it just hit like a very absorbent or very plasticky <laughs> or, you know, it was one of those napkins that just like everything spills off of. And so it just never made it onto his pants. <laughs> the linen but suit with he, nanofibers that repel liquid. Yeah, it, it, literally there was nothing on his crotch. And he had just made like a minute, less than a minute ago, made a comment about this. So about it being spilled in his crotch, about, you know, well, you haven't lived until you've had a hundred pounds, a hundred euros of wine dropped in your lap. So, yeah, so after that happens, he's like, okay, cool, cool, cool. He yells at the waiter for, who's, like, trying to clean up his crotch. And then you see a picture in the kitchen of Sebastia adding a flower, which is an edible flower, to some gooey bit of food in this big plate with, you know, the way those yeah, big yeah, yeah. tasting big plate, plates are. Small, big plate with a small, small little portions. round circle that is filled with some sort of food. <laughs> and it's some sort of brown gooey thing with some sort of white potato-y looking thing. And then a flower <laughs> is dropped make, in on the side of it. We make fine dining sound great. It's <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this brown gooey thing with maybe a potato. It looks kind of, <laughs> tasty. And then uh, the waiter puts it down in front of him and he kind of looks at it, and the waiter looks nervous. Oh. I wrote that down. The waiter looks nervous, and he kind of, oh, no. But then he sees Oliver dig in, and he goes, okay. All right, and the deed then is just, done. The deed is done, and he just kind of walks away. Okay. So you so so you think it's the I lady in the green Anna outfit. But okay, so hold on for a second. Tease out for me, how is that at all related to the Princess Bride? Just because Inigo Montoya has the it, oh his okay right is, Inigo Montoya Inigo you're going Spanish, for Inigo Montoya yes 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 okay his, great now I'm with you yeah. so the whole Inigo Montoya line as opposed to Wesley you and Buttercup father, prepare to die and so prepare to die and yes. so she is like embodying but I'm so not, she is I'm not Inigo Mont- in this thing Spanish she is Inigo Montoya no 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 but but now I understand I am I, not trying to do that I but I am saying that that is the storyline got it that yes. I think she has that's the motivation and that maybe she was doing this in concert <gasps> oh my god no maybe you're right it is Ernesto because maybe Ernesto got up to go refresh but he didn't go to the restroom maybe he went to the kitchen to put some sort of to put something in the food yeah thing in the food yeah that but so that, that it would kill oliver and i but i think that's a little too obvious like reaction. that is why like literally ernesto stood up and said perdon and we were watching this ernesto stood up said perdon and i said he did it like boom straight up he did it yeah you did. um but then i was like but that seems a little too obvious okay like that's, well, so that's fine. why i went I mean, with hugo your guess is hugo that's I know, fine you I can know. have your guess it can be separate i know oh, it better be separate yes so okay or or the maybe the food is a red herring maybe it is actually a red herring L-O-L. <laughs> it looked brown but that could just be our screen maybe it was red sure maybe it was in fact a red herring he fell next to a red herring in fact in my head canon that's exactly what it was or the food the food that they were eating the plate may have been a red, a herring. red herring oh yeah Even yeah though yeah. i said it was brown and gooey brown and gooey maybe it was, it was red. red got it although i don't think they have herring in the mediterranean that sounds like something that's like North Sea. North Sea. I don't know. Like maybe, sure. Okay. British. I mean, but Spain is Northern home Europe. of like, Spain is home of all the tinned fish. It's which true. is just like, you know, it's sardine and all You're that right. stuff. So I, I would think that they would have herring. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. So the thing could have been that when she spilled the wine, she put something in it. Yes. And that is actually what you Iocane powder? Do you think it was Iocane powder? No, because that's been seen. Oh. And he's from another place. Okay, sorry. Okay. Okay. So, Anna. In so, I'm the, saying in green, Anna in the green that she poisoned him or maybe to, put for, something to get in revenge. that he was allergic to. to what get is her catchphrase going to be? For her family. What is it like? Is it going to be, hello, my name is Anna. You killed my father. Prepare to die or like. Sure. 
That okay. works. Okay. <laughs> That's your joke, not mine. It's Jacob. universal. <laughs> it works for everything. Yeah. I mean, it's short and sweet. It has a good ring to it. You know, William Goldman, you really can't get better than William Goldman. It's true. So, yeah. All it right. Works. Well, we'll find out if William Goldman has risen from the grave to come and make this guess for us, <laughs> <laughs> to guess correctly. And we'll be right back and let you know. All right. All right, Jessica. I am sorry to say that the podcast adjudication board is really getting sick of my phone calls. Um, <laughs> but B. I will not take his call again <laughs> today. I tell him I am busy. I have enough to do with all the college football podcasts happening now. I do not need to chime in on this mystery guessing game. But ma'am. He's called four times. He's really insistent that Jessica couldn't have won again. Well, I didn't win That is again. true. That, and that is exactly what the podcast adjudication board said. Yes. They said that you had the motive correct. You had the motive well, and the reasoning and the history. I mean, you just didn't have the right person. Of, what? I, no, you totally had it right. You were like, this really. is. You were like, this was a history thing. The family, someone had like, this was revenge well, for. The story so I told was that somehow the food critic had influenced the, you know, gave a bad review to somebody's restaurant, right. and hit, and then as a result, the restaurant closed. And that person died of sadness, and their daughter was, was coming to was coming to kill Oliver and, that, and, and so, with a false identity, and that was not the case at all. What do you mean, not the case at all? That okay. So here is what actually happened in this. Okay. One, the, so Jessica had Jessica had two of the things right. She named the wrong person, and yes. the the two halves of the situation were put onto two different characters. So she had everything right. Like one, there was a character, the character she guessed, Anna, did in fact own a restaurant that was in fact closed down by a bad review from Oliver. So you had that yes. completely right. It destroyed her, the bad review destroyed her restaurant and it destroyed her marriage. So Anna was a little upset at Oliver. There was a scene where she admits where, how she forgave him. I forget how that happened. Oh, really? I just Maybe not forgave, she... but where she's, she was over it. Oh, well, no, she wasn't over it. She, she was trying to... She put the salt in his, in his food because she was trying to make Oliver second guess his love of the Sebast of Sebastia's food. Yes, exactly. And, so you're right, um, not over it at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's because he, Oliver had given the review that her food at the bar was too, too salty. salty. And so she was like, well, let's see how you like Sebastia's food after all this time. Right. Because all this time he had loved Sebastia's food and said it He's was He's been wonderful. a huge champion for Sebastia. And Sebastia did yeah. not like him at all. All. And you never really knew why, especially yes. if he was such a big champion of it. Well, it turns out that the reason Sebastian doesn't like him is because, A, he had an affair with Laura back in the college days, which he says he didn't mind, but he totally minded. But B, and he must have known this, not only did Oliver and Laura, Seba Laura was the hostess at the restaurant, Sebastian's wife, not only did Ol was Oliver like Laura's first love, Oliver got her pregnant. Yeah. Oliver got her pregnant and then that left was surprising. her. Left her. He was a jerk. He left her. So she went to Madrid, gave birth to the child, gave the child up for adoption. The yeah. child found their way into a horrible, it sounds like, I mean, abusive, literally abusive. Well, they didn't find abusive, their way. The child was, was given, adopted, adopted by an by abusive family, abusive had family. A, a horrible upbringing, upbringing, and then found her way back found her way to Mallorca where she was plotting revenge. She yes. wanted on she want kind of both her birth mother and, and on her Oliver. birth father. So she Oliver, poisoned Oliver. Oliver. She critic. she set up Oliver. Oliver was supposed to be having an Oliver clearly wanted to keep having an affair with Laura, but Laura didn't want anything to do with him. And the daughter Poth knew this and set up a meeting with him. And at the meeting, 
served him poisoned sopressata, which is this amazing sausage that everybody has their own family recipe on the island of Mallorca. And that Max is gaga over the entire episode. He's just like, sopressata, sopressata, sopressata. Except when he sees it being made. Right, and it then he like him near, makes him totally ill. Which, because yes. this guy is like in Hugo. a bolt. Hugo, Hugo is in who a bolt I thought touching meat. Which, by the way, like, how are you holding up? Like, you do not like touching meat. I do not like touching meat, but that was fine for me. I don't know why. It, they were just playing the long game on that joke, like <laughs> that you, which they then played out at the end of the scene, so you don't like seeing how the sausage is made. Yes, they were absolutely playing the long <laughs> game. But then he, like, and then he ate the sausage once he was out of it. He's like, back on the horse. So, like, yes. Let's face it, sausage is delicious. We had sausage for dinner tonight. Yes, grilled. It was, and it was very tasty. It was, it was, it was tasty. So, but you're right. Like, no, I don't, I don't know that I need to see how it's made. So, but in any event, point I mean, being that she. I mean, if you also think about it, like people also step on wine grapes. Do you want to really think about when you're drinking something that that was between somebody's toes at some point? <laughs> <laughs> somewhere, somewhere out there, Quentin Tarantino's ears just perked up and was like, what? <laughs> I'm buying all the wine. Assistant, buy all the wine. <laughs> but yes, so you're right. I do like wine. I do like sausage. I maybe don't like thinking about these. I also like cheese, which, let's face it, is just spoiled milk with glamour. Fruit. Spoiled milk with a little bit of flair. But Jessica was right, because she what she said was it was a daughter who Oliver had somehow ruined, come back to kill him. So she had, like, she had the motive right. She had the person, she had the relationship right, daughter. She just yeah. got the, got the wrong part of like restaurant I tour and she named the wrong person of, so well and we did not even know that person existed that is true like this is that one of those like introduce we, more characters afterwards kind of situation yeah yeah, yeah. we get introduced to this woman this we've been young spoiled girl who's the girlfriend of tony who is the waiter who happened to be laura and sebastian oh i didn't son. even was they were they really a were they really dating yeah yeah pass and and, and tony? tony oh that's just that's i yeah, they said boyfriend girlfriend. Uh, so Tony is Sebastian and Laura's son. So that's if he was her dating Pop, it's her half brother. So that was, ugh, that is she. She oh. she would really had her head in for revenge when she was willing yeah, to do that. Yeah, she really did. Yeah, but oh. there you go. There it is. <laughs> Jessica had everything right except for the person. Yeah, so yeah. Okay, fine. I mean, it was close. I just feel like you're giving me a lot more credit than... I, I don't know. You, I'm it not giving... Was... Well, I'm, tell you what. I'll give you credits, but not the point. Okay. Yeah, because... clearly the, point, the points are what matter in this, in this. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so in this episode, I thought one of the things that was funny... Yes, ...was please. that Laura... Yes, Laura, Laura. Laura. ...sends a... Note to Oliver, supposedly. This is forged because right. it's done by Paz. Path. Path. P-A-Z. Pronounced with the Castilian Path. style. Path. Yeah. Is that Castilian style? I don't know. I'm, I'm, talking, it, out my, oh, I'm okay. talking out my rear. But it's sort of like Ibiza. Ibiza, yes. Yeah, it's the, the list. It's the yeah. T-H. So... Um, <laughs> and this is the whole thing where it's just like <laughs> Americans using the lisp is kind of like the Americans who say Nicaragua. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, no, no, go ahead and use American accent. You don't, you just sound like, you can sound like a Pratt or you can sound like an American. And just go ahead and sound like an American. Well, it, I mean, we can pronounce her name the way she wants it pronounced. Fair enough. Laura sends a note to Oliver, supposedly. Oh, yeah. So Laura, it turns out is actually Poth. Right. Is sending a note to Oliver to meet at the place, their usual place, at 1 p.m. And then Oliver notes it in his... In his diary. diary. He's a dinosaur, so he writes things down so that Max and Miranda can go find it. What's it called? Uh, His day book. His date book. His His date book. Daily planner. Yeah. He puts it in his planner. And then he keeps the note in the back of his daily planner. Mm -hmm. So they find it. The detectives find it. And you see the flashbacks... When, when Laura, Laura and Oliver tells were the story in, oh my of Oliver, god, yes. which was hilarious. The '90s flashback. Oh, it's a total '90s flashback. She's wearing this like '90s dress. She's even got like she's got like a choker, '90s choker on, double choker. It's like double a choker, choker with a necklace with oh, a flower on it. Wow, and she's wearing this other flowery dress. But the usual spot is called Cala something or other with an M. I wrote it down, and it's basically a rock with a tree on top. 
<laughs> I love a that. It's a rock. With, it's not a rock with a tree. It's a sea cliff. It's a, a sea, sea cliff, cliff with a tree. Rock. It's gorgeous. It's totally romantic. I will not have you badmouth this this sea rock. But I mean, is that a spot? Yeah, it's a spot. I mean, it's not like a it's not like a restaurant or a cafe, but it's their spot. Although I will say, I don't know how Poth knew this was their spot. Yeah, that's like, what I want to know. Okay, I see what you're saying. Like, well, yes. well, I mean, that's not all I want to know. But also, it just seems awkward that it's a spot. Okay. That seems strange to me as well. But yeah. I guess maybe that's because I'm a city girl. Because you clearly were like, oh, of course, it's a spot. It's totally, oh my gosh. It was, it, was, it was one of the most romantic spots I could, like, don't, it was gorgeous. <laughs> and if like we ever went to Mallorca and I took you to a beach, like a sea cliff for the sunset and like made you like spread sopraceta on some nice gluten-free bread for you and we kissed and ate like artisanal sausage on this sea cliff, you it would, would be, an, you would remember it as our spot. Like, not just me, you, you would be like, oh my God, that time at the cliffs. Ah. <laughs> Come on, like let's be honest here. Okay. You would enjoy it. It would be our spot. You'd be like, okay. I want to go back to Mallorca, and I'd be like, okay. <laughs> I'm so I'm totally fine with that being their spot. All right. Well, please do it. What I want to know is this okay. is my question about this episode yeah. and about all this in general is like, so Max is the one with the car in this episode. Yeah. He's driving around. It's a BMW convertible. convertible. It looks like an old three series. Mm. Is it bitching enough? Oh hell yeah! You think it is? Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Why? What makes it bit? What like what? Well, what, the convertible, the convertible part, of sure. It, and it is, you know, a classic European car. Convertible aspect of it is fun, and they love. Oh my gosh, they love putting little lipstick cameras at like different point, different angles in the yeah. car. Like they only have one because it's clearly like every scene is shot from a different angle. They're not, pat, they're not like going forth, back and forth between different angles in the scene, but like one shot is like directly behind them in the middle of the back seat. One's from like the corner of the back seat. Like, I mean. It, I guess it's the difference between like a laid back vacation and a, and a race car kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like one, mm-hmm. like this just definitely has a kind of like, and maybe it's just taking on Max's vibes. Maybe I'm just getting too much of Max's kind of like, hey, what's wrong? Relax. Eat some good food. Be hedonistic about it versus vroom, vroom, I'm going to chase you down kind of energy. Yes. Like yeah. that's the thing. Like I'm not getting a lot of I'm going to chase you down energy from it. I'm okay. getting a lot of kind of, hey, let's just have fun and be. Yeah. Well, it's funny. I, the actors maybe are very tiny actors because <laughs> sure. this car feels very spacious. It does. It is a fun car. I don't yeah. know if it is like edgy. Yeah. It's but Max is But Max is also car. not edgy. Doesn't Max is not edgy at all. Yeah, no. He definitely is relaxed. Well, even if the even if the BMW isn't good enough to like do a chase you down, hunt you down kind of thing, even if it's more like there is a great chase scene in this episode yes. when they come up. So Anna was the lady in the green jumpsuit. Turns out she is a food blogger, but she used to own a restaurant, bar slash restaurant with her husband. But Oliver came in, gave them a horrible review. Uh, the restaurant closed, her marriage failed, and now she's a food blogger. Um, and so she runs from Miranda and Max when they question her in a food mm-hmm. market because she's just like, I can't be questioned for this because she was trying to put the salt on his plate and sabotage yeah. San Sebastian's restaurant. But to get away, like in the chase, she starts running up this long hill, this long series of steps. Yeah, typical Spanish or like island, island kind of thing. Like just go right up the hill. Stairs. So for Miranda's days. Uh, stairs for days. I Miranda's, hate this day. <laughs> yes. She says. <laughs> so Miranda chases Anna up the stairs and up the hill, but Max is like. Oh no, hell no. So he goes and he finds one of those he one person one like a seater, golf cart Yes, one seater little truck vehicle. that he like goes through all these little back streets and like tries to stop and them scares going. Scares people on like, ladders. Goes right and through a diner. Goes through a cafe <laughs> that's outside. Enjoy Miss- your food. <laughs> tries to tries to like head them off halfway up the stairs, but it's too late. They're already continued up there. So then he like has to go up more and like meets them at the top. It is a ridiculous chasing and runs into a fruit cellar, of course. And right? So yes. Oh my gosh! Are trope. rolling down the stairs. <laughs> so yes, there's a whole like trope the, of like the fruit rolling down the stairs as in a they're fruit looking cellar. up at him like. What is going on? Because he gets there late enough to where, like, Miranda has already done all the questioning and Anna has, like, admitted to what she did, which is nothing but adding salt. So, But it was still, it was a... It was a really fun little chase scene. Yeah, and the oranges were very. I just can imagine some PAs standing <laughs> some at the top PA, and like, like, now you, now you, now, now you, now you. Like the AD, like calling it. Yes. The second AD. Yes, a hundred percent. So great. 
they have fun with the show. Like, I don't think, like, you don't need to be a comedy show. Like, I don't know that every mystery has to be a comedy. Like, Morse or Endeavor is not, definitely not a comedy. But there, there is a certain amount of, like, play with the concept and yes ending and, like, feeding off of each other and, like, like toying with the conceit. Yeah, it's a very fun show. I, I want to say the creator of the show is Dan Shefton. Yes, please. Tell yeah. me all about Dan. He is a writer of TV drama and comedy. He's written for several... Clearly. Yeah. He's written for several well-established, long-running British dramas, including Least EastEnders, and another show called... Well, a couple shows, but mm-hmm. I want to focus on one of please. them for a second. Called Delicious... Oh. Which is a show starring Ian Glenn from Game of Thrones. He plays Jorah Mormont, who is, you know, the sworn protector. Oh, right, Calicia yes, yes, Daenerys yes, uh-huh. Targaryen. And he it was in this show called Delicious with Amelia Fox, who is on the 20-plus seasons of a cold case drama show called The Silent Witness, which I think we will do in a future season. Okay. Because it's definitely a murder mystery. And I just thought that was funny because that's Amelia Fox. And Daenerys Targaryen is played by Amelia Clark. <laughs> you just think he's got something for Amelia's. He was in this delicious show, which ran for a couple seasons, while he was in Game of Thrones. So he was working with two Amelias oh. <laughs> at the same time. I hope he kept them straight. Yeah. And he, so, for you know, when he's playing Jorah Mormont, he plays somebody who is reformed and in his older mm-hmm. age yes. is, like, completely trying smitten. To, he's trying and, to say, like, he's trying to redeem himself. Yes, yeah, after, yeah, redeem himself. And he is utterly and 100% committed to her. Absolutely. As, like, a, a, a born-again, you know, man. This character that he plays in Delicious, he is... Married to a woman for a while, Gina. So here's the story. Gina was once married to Leo Vincent. He plays Leo Vincent. Mm -hmm. Leo was a successful entrepreneur, chef, and hotel owner in Cornwall. Leo owns owes much of his success to Gina's exceptional cooking, but since leaving her for the glamorous Sam, his business has continued to thrive. And when Sam was suspicious that Leo is having an affair, she confides in Gina, confident that she'll recognize the signs, only to later discover that it's Gina herself who is the other woman. The secrets and scandals that spill out are proof that sleeping with another woman's husband is never a good idea, even if he was your husband in the first place. (laughs) I love that, even if he was your husband in the first place. So he, and he plays this, this picture of, in the show, you know, the show art, Mm -hmm. he looks like such a cad. Like he just looks kind of smarmy, actually. It's hilarious. Oh, I also just really quickly want to talk about the director. Please. His name is Craig Pickles. God bless you, Craig. (laughs) He directed two episodes of this show. For all intents and purposes, uh, this is me. Mm -hmm. I'm just reading his IMDb. Right. His breakout was on Celebrity Big Brother. And then he what? did a ton of reality TV. As a director, please tell me yes. as a director. Okay. Yeah, as a, yeah. I thought he was a contestant there oh, for a second. No, no, and I no. was like, that's hilarious. Yeah. And he's gone on to, he did Jack Osborne as an Ozzy Osborne son. Mm-hmm. Had a show. Kelly Osborne had a show. Which Only makes he sense. also directed. He directed Soccer Aid. I'm not even really sure what that was, <laughs> what? but I hope they raised a lot of money. He directed for Holyoaks, which was a show about teenagers, or maybe it's Hollyoaks, about teenagers as they test for college and then go to college. He directed for a show called Celebrity, I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. Another celebrity show, which has run for 20 plus seasons, is called- Battle of the Network Stars. No. Guess again. No. I I guess one. I don't have to guess. What what is it? It's called The Only Way is Essex. Have you heard of this? What? No. It's a reality show, 29 seasons. It's a reality show and that follows some people living in Essex, including a club promoter, a would-be model, a member of a girl band, and two bar workers. And each episode features action filmed just a few days previously. 
wait a minute. There's 30 seasons of this, and yes. this woman is, is like trying to be a model or a club. Per- oh my goodness! Like the, that is they're in it for the, the long haul. Yeah, that's true. I wonder if it's the same people for all. Yeah, or maybe seasons? that's just the recent season on it yeah, or something like yeah. that. But yeah, because I mean that would be kind of like I'm so, like there's honestly, a lot of people in this honestly, show. Honestly, I would love to watch a woman. Try to be a model for thirty years because that this would is be the brutal. Same person, no, but, okay. Oh, I'm just saying that. Like, saying. can you yeah. can you imagine like like starting with like someone like trying to be a model when they're like eighteen or nineteen, watching them through their twenties into their thirties and forties as they like deal with the industry and still try to make a career like that would be some amazing drama. Yeah, I, yeah. I so if so. that's what's going on on this show, I'm all for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no idea. And now he is in production. Funnily enough, he is in production with the guy who is also the lead director on Miss Scarlet and the Duke. Oh, wow. Okay. (laughs) So they're working together on this show. He is on a show that is called Rise of the Witches, which is a one-hour fantasy adventure series about love, death, Revenge, magic, and the power of women in pre-Islamic, pre-Christian Arabia, based on a series of best-selling books by the Saudi author Osama al-Muslim. Wow. Isn't that sound amazing? That sounds... Like, you talk about, like, shows that you haven't seen before. That is a show and a story I haven't seen before. Wow, that sounds like... I was like, fine, 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 until you got to pre-Islamic, pre-Christian... Middle East, Arabia, that Arabia, yeah. yes, wow. That's their words, so I'm not. Yes, please use. Let's use their any... words. So, and I, I just wanted to say congratulations to you, sir, because we all know it's really difficult to get out of the reality TV yep, pigeonhole. The, the reality. Middle. And you worked hard, and we wish you the best. Good, good job. <laughs> the writer of this episode is Sarah Louise Hawkins. She wrote three episodes of this show of the the Mallorca Files. And she has some, you know, of the standard long-running shows in her background, Holby City, East Enders, Doctors. And she is currently the lead writer on the show London Kills. And I just, for a second, I wanted... So, London Kills mm-hmm. is created by a guy named Paul Marquez. Okay. Who was the creator and executive producer of many marquee English shows, a lot of which are mystery and crime hospital dramas, including MIT, which is not about the college in the U.S. It is about the murder investigation team Mm. in London. Uh, He also was, I think, an executive producer of The Bill, which is a very big mystery show, or maybe it's a The Bill, or shoot, maybe it's a hospital show. I can't remember. One of those. Holyoaks, which I mentioned, Suspects, Hope Street. But apparently, according to the news media, the only show that really matters about Paul Marquez is the show called Footballer's Wives, <laughs> which they're like, Footballer's Wives writer is now doing this show. So uh, I thought that was funny. The London Kills show is what I mean. And so Sarah Louise Hawkins has worked on a number of those shows, and that's surely where they met and he hired her from, or he hired her for London Kills, and certainly where she met a lot of the writers and creators on this show. Because I think Dan Shefton had also written for Doctors, and so it seems like that's probably where they met. She is also, it seems like, some sort of fan of sports as well, and she wrote a show, which I have never heard of, but it's called Playing the Field, and it is the the on-the-field trials and tribulations and off-the-field lives, loves, and infidelities of the Castlefield Blues, an underfunded, badly managed ladies football team (laughs) from South Yorkshire in the north of England whose loyalty to the team, the game, and each other for exceeds their chances of ever winning the championship. Aw, that sounds like a really sweet show. Yeah, I mean, it's sort of like League of Their Own, but actually... League of Their Own meets Ted Lasso. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And by the way, the creator of Miss Scarlet and the Duke, Rachel New, also wrote two episodes of the Majorca Files. Oh, okay. I'm pronouncing it wrong, Majorca Files. But anyway, I thought that that was really interesting that these folk, I mean, again, all these people working together, creating shows, and clearly having, you know, interests that kind of tie in with each other. 
And so they end up working together and inspiring each other to do different things. And I like the I like the idea too that folks are crossing over genres, and that they ha- are ha- they're finding that flexibility to like write about crime and mystery, write about football, write about you know <laughs> crime, mystery, football, and reality TV. Yeah, I'm, I'm your I'm your one man band. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Is there anything about the actors you want to talk to us about? Well, we can't say the lead actress plays Miranda Blake. Detective Miranda Blake is Ellen Reese or Ellen Reese. It's only one L, so I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing it wrong. Mm-hmm. The actor playing Detective Max Winter is Julian Lumen. He is a for reals uh, German actor. Okay. And Ellen Reese is a for real British person. She's actually Welsh. She was on Broadchurch, so Americans may recognize her from that mm-hmm. okay so the other actor i wanted to talk about the forensic pathologist in who we this... see for like one minute and looks like a george michael wannabe with oh like my oh my god like he's got this he's got the whole faith outfit down he's got like he the really round does. sunglasses and the stubble and he's like and he really hair. does he really does look like i can't there's a and great song a, like a leather jacket on, yeah I oh think. yeah 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 there's a great song in the musical legally blonde where it's like gay or you're like literally the name of the song gay or european he might hit both or he might just be european we don't know yeah, but, it's, yeah. but he's rocking that george michael yes, look yeah but what about him okay so alex hefner was born in vienna austria his italian father is an engineer his spanish mother is an economist he also has a sister sophia during his childhood his family moved between Madrid, Vienna, and Singapore before moving moving to California, where he attended the Hawthorne School. Alex holds a master's degree from USC. What? Brought up in a fully multilingual home, he speaks fluent German, Spanish, English, and French. Wow. Yeah. Very impressive. For one minute of screen time. <laughs> yeah, in this episode. In this I episode, mean, yes, you're right. A, he's a series regular. Two, yeah, series regular as the forensic pathologist. and But I just think that's interesting, too, that he's, like, right there with all the Spanish actors. Yes. And then right there with the German actor. And then also speaking English for this English actor. And then whoever knows who's speaking French, he can but do that too. Mo- like an economist and an engineer. How did he end up in the arts? Like, why is he not out designing bridges or something? Right, right. Well, I mean, they took him to California. I mean, you what get, are you, you going to do? You get facial hair like that and I guess you're just like, I've got to be an actor. Yeah. Yeah. Again, how did he become an actor? Who knows? But he has worked with Ridley Scott. Oh, my Lord. He has um, worked a lot. He's also been in Vim. Vim Vendors. Vim Vendor, a Vim Vendor movie. He is also on a, currently on a Spanish language Netflix show, rom-com called A Pesar de Todo. Uh, alongside Blanca Suarez and Belen Cuesta, Macarena or Macarena Garcia, and Amaya Salamanca, and he was in a horror thriller called Let It Snow. <laughs> and he, yeah, and now he's on this show, Mallorca Files, and he was designated as Cosmopolitan Magazine's Spain edition. As the Cosmo Man for the month of February, I don't know if that makes him like a centerfold. Oh my or god! Whatever. This is, but this, that's the it's the Playboy Bunny of yeah. the of the uh, yeah yeah. Good for him. Yeah. So Work he's it. He's had a, a great career. A really, really. Interesting I wonder life. how much. I wonder how much like. I, I wonder how much economy he studied at like. USC or college or something. Like, I wonder if he's got like civil engineering in his back pocket. Like he's just like, you know, if this ever doesn't work out, whatever, sure, fine. I know how to be right. a civil engineer. You don't think I know he... I can study economy. I know how to I know how to deliver papers. Yeah, on you're this. right. They don't say what he has his master's degree in at yeah. USC, but you don't think it's acting? Oh, I'm sure that it is. I'm just sad. <laughs> I'm sure that it is. Like why else? But come on. But like still, my look, you have like I I'm just mad props. That's all. I'll just leave it there. Mad props. Yeah, what an interesting life. Yeah. I, I'm so. glad. I feel like 
this is one of those things where he probably found out about this show and was like, oh, I, 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 I meant for this show. And then like <laughs> lobbied the hell Lobby out got of his agent everybody to get on it to get him on the show. <laughs> well, hopefully, even though I am doing horribly my track record, I'm still meant for this show. I'm taking you to heart that I'm safe here because yes, I have are. not You're been doing safe. well. I need to step up my game, step up the guesses, or step up the jokes or something. I don't know. You're doing great, Okay, Jacob. thank you. Well, you're, like, you're practically winning all the time here, so... <laughs> I'm going to, I'm like, you did all of the, like I did all the practicing this summer. Apparently it didn't work at all. Yeah. Sometimes so, you just need to take a break and go on a canoe trip. <laughs> Maybe that's what I need to do. I just need to relax. I'm just, I'm going to go meditate. I'm going to go meditate. Go to lunch. Go, go to lunch. <laughs> that's what's going to happen. I'm going to go to lunch. We'll see you next time. And uh, yeah, see you then. See you then. everybody thanks for listening we really appreciate it and now we want to hear from you tell us your guesses your scores your insider info your favorite logic pop catches and your suggestions for what shows we should watch next follow us and join the fun on twitter at clue done it or on instagram and facebook at clue done it podcast rate us and review us on apple podcasts to help get the word out because watching tv is always, always better, better with, with friends, friends. So I'm embarrassed to say what broke up the whole thing, which it's ridiculous to even call it a thing because there was never right. really anything there, right. was, um, and I was with somebody else, Yes. Uh, was that he, is in a, he was in a cult. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This took a turn. What? <laughs> yeah, I found out that he was in this cult called, and I was like, Oh, no, can't do it. <laughs>